0: Hi Andrew. Hi Nate. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm excited now. This is gonna be a good, good podcast. Day. This is I, gonna be fun. I feel like it is. Okay, so. Silence my s- cellular device. So
1: Thank you. Yes. Happens. Come on. All right. I'm sitting it down. It is silenced.
0: I gotta intro you. You gotta stop talking just for like ten seconds. That's take gonna a, be tough. Take two breaths. I'm sitting down with Andrew Orr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Who's I'm, not? He's not holding in a sneeze. He's holding in words. <laughs> which looks like he's holding in a sneeze. <laughs> That's very true. Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity. Featuring my wife, Lacey, and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. Andrew Orr, you're the media director creative director creative arts director creative arts director okay so um creative arts director here at hcf Mm -hmm. you um were trained in you trained at gateway i did which is a a robert morris production Uh, it's robert morris's church yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. um and then also you have a is it a, a a Degree in
1: radio TV yeah, and film. It's an associates of applied sciences and radio television and film production okay. okay, so I the technical like the church technical training and the live production training really was a gateway and then you know fell in love with that and I'm <clears throat> Fell in love with writing and like making movies and stuff mm-hmm. and so then I went to uh, get my associates in film basically it was my focus okay. but it covers radio and television as well because at a community college, you can't just dedicate one entire degree to just film. So right,
0: and you, so you, I was looking at your website. Speaking of your website, mm-hmm. it is LivingPictures.us. Living Picture Picture.us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Don't go to the other one. No, do not.
1: Um, Actually, I don't think it exists because I think I typed right. it in one time and it was like four oh four, and I was like, good. <laughs> That's. <laughs> but I should buy that one too.
0: Living Picture. Yes, singular. Dot .us. You. Um. I was looking. You have like a script, like an award winning.
1: I is do right? have an award-winning script. Yeah, I, my co-writer and I won the Dallas International Film Festival screenwriting competition in 2020 okay. for our script entitled Greenwood, which is about the 1921 Tulsa Race Riots. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into that at all, but that's, um, that is... Okay. That is the story. Yeah. Okay. So, is it, it did a it one grand prize? So.
0: Is there anywhere that people can read it? Because obviously it hasn't been produced. It's
1: available yet. on the blacklist. You do have to have a subscription, okay. uh, like as a producer, and I don't know what that fee is or anything. But it's available on blacklist, and that's the only place that we have it out. Okay. Uh, even though it is copyrighted, we're just very. Careful about it because we're trying to get it sold sure so yeah,
0: yeah, dude. That's awesome.
1: That's neat. Yeah. Thanks. Um, no, so uh, it was cool <laughs> Super cool. Oh, like, yeah, it, it, put that on my resume, award-winning screenwriter. It was know?
0: also but it's also um, not just the Dallas like it's been in several
1: It in has several, been. Um, it, it was in um, festivals. that's the word a couple of festivals uh, one festival in the LA area made it to corner finals uh, Made it to the semifinals in a New York area competition and then we won this small little independent, you know, something got nothing for it. Okay. It was kind of just like credit for saying, hey, it won another prize. Sure. So, but I mean, it, you know, made it to the quarterfinals in some pretty large competitions. And the Dallas Film Festival is an international competition. So, that's cool. That alone, still super cool. Cause I actually got the opportunity to go run camera for our um, news production team from, from when I was in school and uh, get into, Run camera just for someone else to be a reporter and interview these directors and their screenwriters, as you know, because their movies were premiering or whatever. It was super cool, and that was, I think, it was no joke. The semester prior to actually writing the script. Oh, really? And so that semester, I was like, this would be so cool to be a part of, it, like, be involved in. And then eight, ten, twelve months later, like winning that that prize and like that mm-hmm. title was just. Ah, it's kind of surreal. It was kind of cool. That's awesome. It literally means nothing to anyone else, but right. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I did it. It's... Come at me, bro. You know? That's awesome. So. No,
0: and then didn't you... Did you guys... Submit it, or did it get submitted to? Okay, I thought there was something in LA that it was.
1: Yeah, that's the one quarterfinals Got at it. the LA Film Festival. Okay, okay. Um, and then it made it to semifinals somewhere in New York, in the New York area. So that's neat, man. Yeah. Um,
0: okay, so you you are in the church. You and in you, talking with you, you super enjoy like live production. Like that's your yes. that's your gig,
1: right? I love live production. Like stage. Um, That's my gig. Like it's a passion. My like ultimate goal is film. Like, you know, narrative. Okay. Um, But I love putting together a live production, executing it well, and uh, just watching everything Run smoothly is so satisfying
0: Do you have anything that you like looking at a live production? So you have so many things you have behind the stage You have lighting you have um, audio you Mm -hmm. have cameras if you're doing cameras Uh, Mm -hmm. um, Is there anything in particular that you you're like, oh, this is my Gig like this is the thing. I'm passionate most passionate about Oh,
1: sound. I I think it's it it would it has changed from camera (sighs) to sound Um, i I love Running running camera to me is so cool because you can throw whatever into a different perspective, especially when you're running a handheld and you can kind of run around everywhere, and capture audiences, congregation, whoever it is. And um but sound, because I love like I love music, I love to worship. And so like mm. when there's a good mix and that is and it is no joke, oh. music to my ears and it hits right, it hits and it just that is so satisfying, and then I get way too into it and sometimes get distracted, and then the mix gets off a little bit, and I'm like, nope, fix that, and then it hits again, and you're like, hallelujah, you know? So, sound, I think, is really the point where I, like, I love to be, because I love to be in the middle of everything, too, Okay. okay. and, like, experience it, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: Okay, so sound, and then what made the shift from, like, camera to...
1: The sound uh just as more as i got to um i play i play three instruments and i'm learning a fourth and so um i play drums acoustic guitar uh bass and then i'm learning piano and so the more that i sat down and worked on instruments and, and learning and and not just being able to dabble but really learning everything and the more i got to um play drums in a church setting or, or whatnot um the more just i would go to concerts or services and just hear a bad mix and be like I, I gotta fix that like i i don't want this to distract anyone else so it's a want not to distract people people are from not what they're there to jesus do. people are losing you people are losing their salvation and you're over there like oh. i like hearing the bass no no sir that's why exvangelicals exist um, amongst other reasons. Uh, <laughs> but mostly, I mean, we can all agree. So, <laughs> It's all the audio mix. Oh, goodness. Um,
0: <laughs> sorry. I'm trying I was to get make, that back on track. I was, no, I was going to make a joke about, like, Judas didn't... Uh, it wasn't about selling Jesus out. It was <laughs> when Jesus was preaching.
1: It's like, audio, it's off. I'm, I'm out. Anyways. So. Judas was like... Peter, what the heck is that house mix? What is going on, sir? No, I'm done. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us back on train, yeah. on track,
0: <laughs> on the train and on the track. Okay, so get this uh, train back on the. Tra- yeah. So you, um, it's obviously it's funny. i I feel like I'm talking to a doppelganger because, so I started playing the drums at eight. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I'm most proficient in. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college, 2004. Uh, I started two thousand and two. I started playing guitar, and then less, least of all, piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's hilarious that you're in media. Yeah, y- you play drums, guitar, then learning piano.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's a well, while, and like we talk about that almost <laughs> weekly. Like, kind of go back and forth right. with that. Yeah.
0: So you come in. You're you're coming into being a media director. Um, obviously at a smaller ish church than where you trained in.
1: Right. So I was, yes, this church is, is significantly smaller than Gateway. When I was training at Gateway, Gateway had four campuses. Um, now they have, I want to say seven or eight across Texas. And then there's an, there's a plant in Arizona and there's an extension campus in, uh, Wyoming, Jackson Hole. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so um to go from that to, you know, a congregation of maybe, you know, 700 people on a on a on a holiday service, right. is is different training-wise, but not from where I came prior to this job. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I coming out of <coughs> Really coming out of high school, like I knew I wanted to go into, into media and everything. And I had been training with Gateway and volunteering with their tech arts and stuff and learned a lot there. Uh, and then I joined – I can't – I actually um, – I s- stopped going to Gateway Church. My are my family's attendees, but I personally stopped going to Gateway to find a smaller community because mm. um, I needed a smaller community at that point in my life for my faith walk. And I went – started going to a church that some friends of mine had been going to for a while that was a plant from uh, Connecticut um church and I got involved in the tech there and then in the worship team there and I was involved there for about four years, three and a half years, four years, by at the point that they said, Hey, we want to bring on someone part time as creative coordinator. And you know, we think that you're the guy for that. Mm-hmm. So then I started with them uh as the creative and media coordinator and had Basically, I was just paid to do what I did every week, right? That's literally all it was. I had no authority. I had no decision-making factors I don't think I made one decision the entire time. I was there. Okay So it was literally just like you're gonna be a paid volunteer now is all you are so That's actually nice though that Uh, well, but then there's staff expectations as a paid volunteer
0: so you have all the responsibility but no authority yeah. Which is amazing position I
1: was, to be in. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, I was already pretty much leading the tech team and um coordinating and scheduling and and training and all that and then there so there really wasn't any any change other than I saw, you know, another paycheck in my bank account every Friday. Okay. So, okay. Yeah.
0: So, okay, you're coming in, you're doing media for churches. Mm-hmm. That's your passion. That's what yeah, I would. I would even venture to say God has put in you and has been part of your design and training as to who Andrew is. Oh yeah, no, right? I would agree absolutely. Right? So here's my question for you: mm-hmm. Is why, like with with tech and stuff, it's so stinking expes- expensive, and and I'm not even saying that as in you can buy cheaper stuff and get away. Right. right, both of you. you- Technically, could no, but both but... you and I know there is with expense. There's quality factors in it, um, and longevity yes. and longevity factors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, here's the here's the question that I've heard posed is, but Andrew, do you understand that? Okay, we could just why don't why don't you throw up like a, a cheap. Whatever, like an iPhone or just a cheap camera photo, because do you understand how much money goes into all of that? And it could be shifted into other areas of mm-hmm. the church. So why? This is the
1: conversation I had at that church every other week. No, okay, so this it's is just like honestly, it's why can't we do it with this? Because it doesn't look good. If you want to draw people, and and you're so you're talking about the appearance of everything in terms of media for churches or just in general, like the appearance of really anything that you put out and you publish. Right. right? So, and, cause I do, I'm okay. My question is, I'll let you answer. Sorry. Go so, ahead. well, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, i um, like this like thing irks me when people ask me like, why can't we just use a phone? And it's entirely a, a capturing your audience, um, aspect, uh, because, Believe it or not, people know the difference between a 4K, you know, consumer grade DSLR and an iPhone video. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not shot by someone who's a professional. Like I think that I could, I think that I could put in front of you a a video made on cinematic mode on iPhone and with our 4K DSLRs, and you might not mm-hmm. be able to tell the difference. Well, because I've been doing this for a while. Well, and when you're talking about something, live where...
0: production is different than. Uh... Uh, like being able to edit and being able to get your angle Correct. And shots,
1: right? So when you're talking about live production and to keep people involved or to get them interested and to get them actually in to services or mm-hmm. into wherever it is, the amount of time that you spend prepping will, will, will be revealed to the customer by the quality of your work. Mm-hmm. So... And I say customer or consumer, whatever you wanna say. So if you are take you calling, fifteen minutes Are you calling new people customers now? Cons- customer or consumer. I, I say customer because I also do a lot of retail <laughs> yeah, work. I was say, yep, retail with retailers <laughs> and restaurants and everything yeah. like that through private work and everything and um, Well the truth but is but if you set up an iPhone and you spend fifteen minutes on it, it's gonna look like a fifteen minute video. Mm-hmm. But if you take the time, you learn the, you learn the tactics, you plan with the right equipment, you plan with the right lighting, the right process, the right structure to your entire video, that video is going to resonate with people. It's like when people, tell, <laughs> when people come to me and say, well, oh, how hard is to do your job? You just push a button. And I was like, I'd like to see you try because this took three years of education. This took two years of technical training. This took trial and error and trial and error and free project after free project and free project until I had $50,000 worth of projects that I mm-hmm. did for free. I mean, it, I love when people tell me, well, we just push a button, right? Sure. I'm go gonna, with that and see how that works for you
0: i want to tell you a story
1: tell me a story nate so am i gonna walk out no no you're gonna okay you're gonna be so proud love it let's go it's,
0: okay so uh one of, one of the pastors i worked with and i was the media director with um he had he had volunteered me to edit <laughs> someone's video for them so for, you're voluntold yep. yep um and i was paid so like i was paid Still, right, but I still, still had told, told. right, but I still had other responsibilities. Yeah, and so I asked him. I said, "Hey, listen, with the time and everything it takes to edit, what do you want me to drop this week to be able to fulfill that?" Sure. And he's like, "No, you just you just have to do it." And I was like, "I'm like, but it's gonna take it's gonna take me probably about six hours to mm-hmm. from from." first edit drop in file to compression and and render i figured Render and compression yeah and so he's like oh I, you know we need to get done I, I told the guy we could do it and i was like okay and i said but it's not going to be quick like it's going to yeah. take hours and so he was like oh just it's not going to take that long go you know go get it done so i moved my Computer into his office.
1: Yes, you told me. this.
0: And I, I edited it in front of him and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just showing you the how long it, it takes. takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never volunteered me to do anything else no. again, but it's, I don't know if I would recommend that to anyone. Anyways, yeah. but the point is like, um, you get, it, it's funny. Well, it's not going to take you that long. Okay, well then why don't you do it? Yeah. If
1: it's not going to take me long, it's not going to take you long. My favorite phrase to hear from people is, can you shoot me a quick video? No. Speaking of which. No, I can't. I need a Nathan, I will get up and leave. Just for I will permissions. No, I just super will quick. I've already been voluntold to do one.
0: <laughs> so with okay, so with this. Okay, um yes, quality, all of that, you're trying to draw customers in. Here's the deal. I actually have zero problem calling um like in Christian in the Christian realm, mm-hmm. people, customers, because the the reality is we have the best product. Someone can, 100%. someone needs, right? Absolutely. And, and so you could it, it could sound derogatory, but it really you're looking at it as listen in, in marketing and video and production. These are this is simply the vernacular that you mm-hmm. use. Um, so with that, yes, you want people to come in, have the best, highest quality experience. My the So the pushback that one would get is, but um, now, and this is especially true in the last two years, people aren't in real community. How come you're contributing to someone not attending and being in person and you're just saying it basically you're
1: allowing them to Netflix church mm-hmm. in the last two years? Yeah. Yeah. There's. I've had so many discussions with people over. Churches that have gone all online or still offering online services or, you know, I know of some churches that completely cut online services after about the first year. They said, you know, we're not going to live in fear. We're going to live in trust in the Lord. We're not going to do online services anymore. You're welcome to join us. If not, we hope that you really do find a church that you find the Lord in. But this is what we're going to do right Right. now. And I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't personally say if there's anything wrong with one or the other. I think if you come out and outright say we're going to live in fear and that's why we're doing this, that's, that's a heart issue and that's <clears> a faith <throat> issue. Um, I, look at it as, I look at it as my job is to be sure that these people who are preaching the gospel see that spread as far as we can technologically make it happen. Okay. So, when we have 13 people tune in online, or when we have 130 people tune in online, well, guess what? That's 13 more people than we touched in house, and that's 130 more people that heard our message. Like, it's yeah. just, it goes. And you don't know how many people are in that household. And, you know, people get, you know, you can look at statistics analytics all day long on streaming services, on Facebook, whatever you want to sit wherever right you don't know how many people are in those households you don't know how many people are saying i love this service and have they've had these people over every week and it's like well i love this i'm gonna invite another friend and then suddenly well this one household that we're gonna see in this statistic actually has 80 people in it because they started like their own house church with us okay. and we just don't know about them hmm. you have no idea who and how many people you're touching and you're spreading the gospel to with online there's also a form of relevancy that you have to maintain. And if you don't have online service, then or you don't have any social media presence, then unfortunately, you're just not relevant in today, today's day and age because it's an age of technology and it is an age of social media. And if you cannot keep up with it, you do go down the drain. Now, I'm not going to say that as a church, you yep. would go down the drain, but that's kind of part of the pitch to business owners when I talk to them about social media. No, for real, yeah. is like yeah. you got to stay relevant on social media because yeah. that honestly is going to be a chunk of your business.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, CultivateRelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. uh, We've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit CultivateRelationships.com slash support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I'm going to agree with you in that you look at Paul and he would, at the end of his some of his letters, I think it's the one to... Um, Galatia, I believe it is, where he says, hey, pass this on to Ephesians, pass this on to Laodicea, pass it on to Cappadocia. Like mm-hmm. he says, hey, pass this on. And I view that as, and especially with the Roman roads, how they, that was a massive technological uh, advancement for them. Mm-hmm. And so being able to travel on clean highways quick and being able to pass messages and in, in letters or sermons in this case, um, would be the, the equivalent of posting things online, right? Passing it on. So the, w- when it comes to media advancement, I'm all about it. You, you can look back in history with a stained glass. So the majority of history, or the majority of people, specifically in the medieval times, didn't have an education. They couldn't read. So they would learn the Bible stories through stained glass. They, mm-hmm. You know, so it would play out the stories. Um, I mean my goodness the is the Gutenberg press um yeah so many advancements mm-hmm. in history right that that would push forward the message of the gospel and I view the internet as this it, it's a neutral um it is a neutral medium mm-hmm. used for good or bad um now so I, I totally agree with you mm-hmm. with, with pushing things up here's where I'm gonna ask you to push back okay Do you think, no, do you, do you think that a church has to,
1: has to do that? Do they have to? No. I mean, no one has to do anything. Um, Cause I think that there's an expectation. um, And that's not to say the churches wouldn't survive without doing it. Um, I feel like churches like. I mean, really, like mega churches like Hillsong mm-hmm. or Life Church or Gateway—they could stop all social media, all digital production, only go, never, never offer an online service, and they would have no tarnish to their attendance or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's also been decades and decades and decades of of building up the community and the fellowship and the the familiarity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, if our goal is to reach, reach. Mm-hmm then everyone who's not walking into this door is an opportunity for us to reach. Mm-hmm. And you can do that in a few ways because you can do it through community. You can do it through community outreach, which mm-hmm. we do great community outreach here. You can do it through social media. You can do it through print, whatever you choose. Yeah. Social media is the most direct, the quickest way to get there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. So do you have to do it? No. Should you? I think there should be a high consideration of it. Okay. you know absolutely. And
0: I like that. I like that message. Hey, listen, pr- at minimum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pray about it. Pray about yeah. your reach. Pray about
1: if this is... is is that the right avenue that the Lord wants you <coughs> right. to take your message through. So you trained at Gateway. Yeah. Massive Church. How many in attendance? Give or take. Ballpark. On it. a weekend. Ballpark it. At, um, at the Southlake campus alone. Between five services, they have about twenty thousand people. Okay. So that's at one one of seven campuses. Right. So, so. you have that, you have you mentioned Hillsong, massive yes, church, especially enormous, globally. Worldwide church, yeah.
0: yeah. Um so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Should that be the way church is done?
1: Um, see, I personally have never attended a Hillsong service. Okay. Um I can. I feel like I can speak for Gateway. Like I have never seen anything negative come out of Gateway. Mm. Like we're seeing come out of Hillsong mm. now. Um, Gateway has never like pushed its way. I let me. I hey. am. I am super cautious about like worship music that's released nowadays. Oh, okay. Um, as much as I love Red Rocks. Yeah. And as much as I love classic Hillsong. Yeah. Because. <laughs> solely because of what we have seen come up through pastors who fall into mm. the celebrity lifestyle and you have sure. celebrity pastors or or people who are very very um I cannot think of the word right now they're very mixed uh people have mixed opinions on them like Todd Todd White yeah um people have mixed opinions about Todd White about um you know so i think that there's Personally, when I look at Gateway, like I like that. I I think that they're doing it right, a hundred percent. But I can't speak into you know Hillsong like that. I can't well, speak into Transformation Church like that. Let know, me it's... let me narrow the question down a little bit more. Should churches
0: be that big? Maybe that's a better question. Maybe that's for my more...
1: I think everyone's walk with the Lord is different. Okay. And I think people are going to find the Lord in crowds of a hundred thousand, and I think people are going to find the Lord in crowds of ten. For me, you... I'm a crowd of ten kind of person. Okay. So like. HCF, probably the biggest church I could ever work for so okay. or ever like direct B, B. tech, be staff involved. Yeah, um, Anything bigger than this, and I, first of all, don't know if I could handle the balance between making sure Sundays run well and my own walk, mm. um, but then anything bigger than this, and I really just want to be involved. I just want to be in the church. I want to be volunteering and then go into a life group and then go home. Yeah. You know? Um so but I'm very much like a cl- I'm a I'm a close community kind of I had to say close community Christian, you know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you know, but I mean <laughs> that's why there's ex ex-vangelicals. that's why <laughs> I am why there's ex ex-vangelicals. You are the reason. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just made a couple of y'all lose your salvation. That's on me. So, Um
0: <laughs> so worship
1: leader probs. Here's the deal though. You have people um you
0: have people who who, you know, for a fact, OK, mm-hmm. you know this. Yeah, they get there. They get their one. You know what, man? I was scrolling through my Instagram feed and there was the perfect fertic quote. Yes. And I watch. here's the Andrew. Oh my gosh. I watch my pastor. It like, here's the deal. I'm the priest of my own home, and mm-hmm. I bring the—like, pa- I just—I sit and I worship God as the worship teams on TV, and then my pastor, and then, you know, and then—but I'm able to go to the bathroom when I need to. I'm able to go, you know, and just—and uh, so my small group is the people that, you know, when I hang out, um, like, mm-hmm. on Saturday night—or Saturday nights, you know, we go to the bar, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like a community group, and mm-hmm. so— I don't understand why. Is it though? So it, is it a community? No, group? this is but this is the real question is how much of um how much of what like what I what I used to do and what you do like where do you like these are the questions I had to wrestle with is am I am I really contributing to it? terrible sure terrible excuse to
1: be able to stay home yeah or
0: exactly to what you're saying is no i am getting the gospel message out
1: yeah like we're like i just (laughs) i love to watch our facebook comment stream Mm -hmm. and see people respond hello pastor or or whatnot and like i said like i'm not a really a numbers person, but to look Mm -hmm. at analytics and see that we had 50-something people tune in here and 70-something people tune in here, like that, it just doesn't, that encourages me. Mm -hmm. Like, people are there and they're listening. You know, I, uh, aside from a personal relationship with them, if I have a personal relationship, I do have this, but outside of what I can do here, unless I have a personal relationship with them, Mm -hmm. I have no other influence in their relationship with Christ. Right. My, my job is to get this message that is easily accessible to me because I'm here mm-hmm. to them as best as I know possible. Um, and then hopefully, you know, that either plants a seed or uh, if I know them, I can take that and kind of and run with it a little mm-hmm. bit and, and talk to them about it. Um, so, yeah, I totally understand. Like there's that struggle between that kind of wrestle between like, am I contributing or right. am I enabling? Right. Uh, Cause- and it really is a mindset of, why am I here? Why was I called here? Mm. And is was I called here? Did I come here just for a job? Or was I called here to contribute? So, so And I know, like, I would not... Like, I, I lived in Fort Worth my whole life. <clears throat> I had a Target 10 minutes away. I have to drive to Target 45 minutes. Now. You think I would have done that voluntarily? No. <laughs> no. So, I was called here. And so, because I know I was called here, like, I know I'm contributing. Right. And I don't know if there's... I, I don't think there's been a doubt in my mind about that. So... One of the,
0: so you're, you're basically saying, listen, I'm, I'm my job, what I feel called to is putting the content out there mm-hmm. to, to, I mean, most minimalistic, I'm summing up what, what you're saying, like, this is my responsibility is, what I feel like God has led me into is to get content out. Now, mm-hmm. it's interesting, like with the Gutenberg press, you know, one of the biggest things with that, or even what I believe Luther did with the German Bible, um, the big pushback was if you allow anyone to read the Bible, they could come up with their own beliefs. Yes, they could. Right. And so um, it's, it's, it is a, there's a danger in in the, the internet, uh, <laughs> the interwebs. There, there's, yeah. there's these things that I think you're right where, um, My what I'm called to what my responsibility is is to get this to get Jesus out to people Their responsibility is what they do with that.
1: Yes, they're you know Um, and so you know, and I feel like that's just kind of ministry Mm -hmm. is we go and we do as much as we can uh, to Give people the resources and the tools to implement things in their lives, but what they do with their own in their own time with what they do with what they've learned or mm-hmm. or what they've heard is between them and God at that point you know we can pray and just continue to to serve diligently and uh to expand the kingdom mm-hmm. um, and obviously there's things you can do like following up with them and i'm kind of I'm putting those like small like those things not small things but I'm putting those mm-hmm. other things aside and just on a kind of base level, like once we put it out there, like that's up for them to do what they want with mm-hmm. it. And we just have to pray that they do what the Lord's will with it. So I have two questions I'm debating okay. which one to
0: go with. <laughs> so how how do you justify your you you work for a church in what's called the Hill Country yep. of Texas? Yep. The geographical location, right? Mm-hmm. And it, obviously, there's only so many people that you, um, out, outside of going to other churches and being like, "Hey, you should come to our church," right. which is terrible. Right. Um, you're only gonna be able to reach so many people. Yeah. Why? Well, hold on, hold yeah. on. So let me. Okay. So why do you? Why do you, Andrew, feel like it's your job to go beyond what is? What is? Your area your geographical location
1: because it was the disciples task to go and spread and make fishes and men when jesus left Okay, and if we are children of god, and we are Disciples <laughs> then that it's we have the same duty. Do you think do you think that's um? The local church's job, or is it like sending people out to those other areas? I think that's what having a relationship with jesus is so I think the local church is a great organization that can bring things together and coordinate mm-hmm. and facilitate. But at the end of the day, like, the church isn't us. It's not a group of people that we, we go meet in a church, but mm-hmm. we are the body of Christ. And so we ourselves are the ones who have to execute the church, I'll say, mm-hmm. you know, or execute not, the, not the actual church. Not don't shoot don't, the church. Like, <laughs> but, you know, like— <laughs> mm. Can we rewind that and just like cut it? But nope. anyway, you know what I'm trying nope, to say. I don't, We're the and, ones who have to we are the ones who have to go out, make, you know, yeah. be fishers of men, yeah. like go out spread the gospel. Um so.
0: Okay. So, yeah, like w- looking at whatever, websites, social media, they're they're a medium. They're not the they're not a um, They're not a large. they they're, like they're large let's say let's say let's at the best they're neutral. It's what I do with them. Yes they're not neutral. But anyways, they're not neutral. Um, <laughs> so, here's Andrew. I have um so I'm thinking of what maybe someone might say, okay, okay. Andrew, uh, I love what you're saying. You're so right. I have a TikTok ministry? Yeah. Um and I just spend like you know, I take what you guys Put out on site, and I just like repost it on TikTok, and then I repost like verses that I find to go with it, and like that's my ministry, and mm-hmm. that's what um you know. Oh, thank you for agreeing with me and really giving Yay. me giving me you know essentially proof
1: of what I do. I mean, like, good on you for like putting verses up and like trying to be a good like digital example for people, but like, what are you actually doing? You know, Andrew, like, are you...
0: I'm witnessing to people on TikTok.
1: Oh, you're witnessing to people? Yes, you're sitting in front of your phone and not going to them and talking to them face-to-face and praying for them and interacting with them and really being the ones. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend my, you? My 15 followers. <laughs> your 15 followers.
0: No, okay, but, Andrew, like, serious question. No, I, yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I totally, dude, I 100% understand where this is going, 100%, and it's it's the white girls who put, like, the verses in their bios and stuff and saying, oh, the Lord blessed me today, and it's just like, look, I, the number of times I hear about that, and it's just virtue signaling, dude, Mm. I just... So okay, so what, are, what is the balance like to you,
0: where you have the best cameras, best media? Okay, okay, yep. And I guess how do you, what does the balance then look like to you in terms of? Listen, I'm gonna be- get the best that I'm. <laughs> I'm obviously approved by the budget. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get the best I can, but also recognize exactly that other that other side going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's just all online and my ministry's TikTok. Like mm-hmm. what what it what How do you I guess how do you number 1 promote getting the best stuff and mm-hmm. at the same time be like okay, no, that's mm-hmm. not right.
1: So this is this is an interesting thing because like we're doing a lot of upgrades here mm-hmm. and it's been a it's been, you know, a decent discussion for us to look at upgrades and go, okay, does this advance the kingdom of God mm-hmm. like what we're doing or are we doing this to be showy? Um, cause I'm going to bring up, you know, gateway and Hillsong sure. and everything. Yeah. And they, you know, church is a production now, like United States church. If you don't go and see a production, unless you're just directly like pulled in by the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. you probably won't go the second time. The first thing that I look for, like when I was looking, when I would look for churches was worship. How mm. was the worship? Because I was familiar with gateway and mm. I was familiar with full-blown instruments and more like contemporary Christian style, not like gospel style, you know, just kind of preference thing, right? So that you, you have to ask, does, is this advancing the kingdom of heaven is me purchasing all this equipment to put the absolute best quality of work out. The most time I invest in, Mm -hmm. is that allowing me to advance the kingdom of heaven or Is me going on TikTok genuinely talking about things that I understand because I've gone and done the background research and I've talked to pastors and they've said yes, this is acceptable or I agree with this and that. Mm -hmm. And me going on TikTok is that my is that is that really my ministry? Like I'm not I'm not macking on anyone. Like if your ministry, I (laughs) I know you will. (laughs) But if your ministry is TikTok, then your ministry is TikTok. Uh, I'm I I scroll I go through TikTok like there are a lot of there are a lot of good, genuine, like, Christian TikTokers that mm-hmm. genuinely, like, they look at things um, and they will often stitch or patch or take videos and be like, I'm going to show you biblical proof as to why this is or is not correct. Mm-hmm. And they walk you through it and they actually explain. They say, hey, if you want more resources, here's information for you or whatnot. But just, you know, I've, I personally find that a more legitimate ministry than going... John three sixteen. Have a great day. How do you? you know? So, what do you think? You know, looking at those, uh, looking at those ministries,
0: you view as legit. Um, what do you? Th- what's the difference then? Like, what's the difference? Would you say not? Not It's all in, it's all in the foreground. Heart. It's no, all no, not in the foreground. Yeah. Not
1: what is actually posted on TikTok. Right. But behind the scenes. No, it's all a heart thing. Okay. Um. But when you have your heart into something, people can tell. Mm-hmm. And I think that people are able. To look at authenticity and look at a, a, someone putting in a mask, I think most often people are able to tell the difference. And so. What do
0: you think? So, what looking at someone's personal life, okay? Okay. So, not, not as a viewer, mm-hmm. but as someone looking at someone's life, what would you anticipate from those TikTokers where you're like, man, that is fantastic, to other ones where you're like, no. What would you, maybe you even know some TikTokers, mm-hmm. what would you say is different about the person's life or lifestyles um, off camera that is, like you're saying, almost without being said, is in front of the camera then?
1: Yeah. I, the one that I would believe over the one that I would not believe is obviously how they act off camera. Mm-hmm. So let's say I know both of these people, right? And obviously, if the one who's high production or low production, either way, right? So it doesn't matter what kind of production they have, the one who's real is going to be actually acting these things out off of camera. They're going to be the same genuine human, you know, kind of the same. I'm going to experience the same genuine connection with them. I feel like I'm going to experience the same thing off Mm -hmm. off camera with them. Um, I would hope that they would be pursuing the Lord just as much as they encourage anyone else. Um, and then the one that I would believe less would be the one who would go around and kind of be like a one-day-a-week Christian. Mm. and Or basically just a TikTok I Christian. Known, yeah, I've <laughs> known a lot of one-day-a-week Christians, mm. and it's, oh, we love Jesus, and we're raising our hands on Sundays, and then they go home, and it is at each other's throats. And I've seen that, and it is it's What role do you it's horrific. Think, what role do you think community plays in the difference accountability If you're in the community and these people know you and you're you're able to be vulnerable with these people then they know that you're doing these things so if if I like knew these people mm-hmm. and I saw this person who was acting the entirely opposite way then and if I knew them in a community like a life group I would hope that I would have the good relationship enough with them to be like hey I'm concerned about what what you're doing here Mm -hmm. because I see this and I just don't feel like it computes you know you so you applied it to
0: individuals and like TikTok ministries Mm -hmm. um I feel like I'm just old because I don't even get it. Like <laughs> I don't even know. Um what TikTok? No, yeah, no. It's like I don't Vine, know. but worse. It's Vine was terrible and TikTok's worse. Well you're
1: wrong and then you're right. Yeah.
0: So so you made that you made the statement that you can almost you you almost can tell regardless of the quality, you can tell which one's more authentic and not. Do you think that applies in in the production of church?
1: I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. Um and really for me it's been if I attend somewhere and I can really find and I but I <laughs> yeah, I if I attend somewhere and there's nothing that stands out to me that makes me question what's going on, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of my judgment right there. Mm. Um if I can personally find you know, th- I'll say that day's mm-hmm. connection with Christ, which obviously you wouldn't be, always be connecting with Christ. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about there's but like if I can there's something... if I feel the Spirit yeah if I can f- genuinely feel the Holy Spirit yeah. or I'm there and I'm in worship or I'm listening to the message and I'm like, that I completely wholeheartedly agree with a lot of this and it's all backed by Scripture or whatnot and like kind of going through like guidelines. I hate to say that in guidelines, but it's like you got to You got <gasps> to have like... some sort of standard. When you're doing when you're going into this sort of thing and when you're expecting these sort of things but even off camera so not necessarily the
0: message not the worship let's say they have a terrible worship team mm-hmm. it's terrible well,
1: quality scripture says make a joyful noise upon the Lord it's so,
0: not a good noise
1: not a, not a good noise, so.
0: but that goes back to the quality question right <laughs> yeah. that, it, no, that's, that's what a, you're saying
1: yeah okay um so that's why I'm saying it's 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 the heart it's mm. the heart set like is your heart behind it to genuinely see people be reached by and to know Christ, or is it to throw John sixteen up now and then and virtue signal because you want a you know not of this world sponsorship you know? But Andrew, God does love the world. God does love the
0: world, no matter what, and He loves me and He made me the way I am. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> just drop it. I mean, nope, you're just right. Drop just drop it. But okay. Nope. So the other the other thought I have is and in you're you're a hundred percent the wrong guy to ask um thanks because well no no I'm I kind of want to ask though and the reason you're the wrong guy is you're obviously in in media production all of that mm-hmm. so how would you advise a church a church of I mean honestly like small communities they're not gonna you know whether it's a house church or a small community they don't they have zero budget to yeah, do anything. I know because my last and, church basically had zero budget. So. Okay, so with yeah. that, with that, how do you advise them to be in a world? Um. How do you advise them to be in a world like you said is so technologically driven, and yet they're just like, but we can't
1: like like we, they're like, hesitating because they can't no, afford anything, or they just don't know how to, or all of the above.
0: And that's, I think that goes back to my original question. Do you
1: think every church? I I think it goes back to, I think it goes back to praying about, well, how does the, how does the Lord want us to reach people? Mm-hmm. Um, are we supposed to be a technologically unadvanced church, which mm-hmm. is totally okay. Mm-hmm. If you are reaching people, that is totally fine. Or are we supposed to go out and learn and take out a small business loan or something or a non. I don't know if there's a not-for-profit loan, but anyway, and, like, hire someone. I don't know. Mm. Like, I think you just have to pray because the Lord's going to lead. Like, that's mm-hmm. what he does. And so you have to pray and you have to look at your organization and say, well, what's our heart behind this? Yeah. What's the goal? And does this is this comfortable for us? Is this not? What has worked for us before? What hasn't? And mm-hmm. Go from there. You know, see what the Lord says. What role—excuse <clears throat> me.
0: What role do you think— uh, no, I gotta have a better Segway. I was gonna jump into a completely <laughs> different subject. Um, Segways are overrated, bro. Just go for it. Honestly. They drive off cliffs. They are um, so overrated. Like you Segways. Heard about are... the, no, you heard about the owner driving off a cliff, right? It broke and he couldn't, and then it shoo, fell off.
1: The Segway owner?
0: Yeah, he, like, the... The cliff broke? No, the Segway oh. broke, and he drove off a cliff. Why didn't he just get off the Segway?
1: <laughs> like, it's literally, it's just like... Bup, bup. I'm off. I don't know. I think it, it was too soon. I don't know. I just strapped in? Someone <laughs> wanted that money, money. <laughs> okay.
0: So how do you um, – I have a few different directions. When I was the media director, one of the big things was, um, like, masculinity in the church. Mm-hmm. And by masculinity, I don't mean – the Patrick. I don't mean any of that. I mean a lot of the Western Church is set up to be, or has in the past, catering more toward women. Whether it's the worship songs you sing, the backgrounds um, of worship slides, all of that. I don't know if that's it. Like I've been out
1: of the media church media thing for a while. I don't while. know if I've ever. Is that a... I mean, I've noticed that we having we have. We have more female-led worship songs now than I feel like we did when I was like growing up. Oh, okay. But I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a problem with that. Like, and then I, you... I haven't noticed really any like sway one way or okay. uh, or the other in media. Really, I don't, I don't think. I mean, like, you want colors and and your visuals. It's it's interesting.
0: What is you know? um? What is so like? What's your philosophy with um? Like, I know at our church. Our church, we do, the worship team is the background. Like, we have camera. Yes. Other churches have uh, slides right. or, or motion or graphics. Motion something. graphics. Mm-hmm. Others have um, loops, like loops of um, video. Right. Like, live video. Like, I remember mean. one of our worship slides. It was terrible. I ended up deleting it. <laughs> was a, here's, okay.
1: <laughs> I love here's, stories. This here's is great. my pet
0: peeve. Yeah. so we had a background loop for our worship okay. where it was a girl um, a lady a grown woman oh, one of these raising, loops. Oh, worshiping these loops. worshiping They're so crazy. with with uh, the ocean to her front so we're looking at her back okay okay and it's like waves coming in and she's uh-huh. worshiping and the wind would blow in such a way where her dress would do this but then the loop would kind of like put it back down I hated that loop. And there was one person who would be like, I just love the ocean. It just, I'm like, delete that now. As your boss, you will delete that in front of my eyes. Oh my gosh. And but here's the awful. So this is what I'm talking about. I would never have put that ever. But at Mm. what point does the background, and and I'm not even talking now about crazy, crazy loops. (laughs) I was going to say like crazy, um, Marilyn Monroe loop, okay oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so well, <laughs> I'm not wrong. So not right. It, but, but uh, I'm talking about at what point does art, mm-hmm. um and I lo- like don't get me wrong here. I love art. I love all that. Mm-hmm. At what point does we just want a high production value move over into the realm of distraction?
1: And is that it's I, I think it's a very fine line. Um, it entirely depends on your congregation. I think it entirely depends on the precedent that's been set. Um, but it also takes very fine tuned skills, uh, very tasteful operation. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it goes to, okay, are we advancing people's church going experience by doing this? Mm hmm. Or are we just trying to make a flashy production? Is
0: that why? Okay, so I think right now with the system you use, uh, it, you're only outputting both to our screens and to the live cast. So live it's the feed. same
1: thing that goes to our screens and the live feed. Into the live feed yeah.
0: Right, and that that I assume, mm-hmm. like that is because you want people who
1: are worshipping wherever that, traveling
0: at home, to be able yeah, to see I, the worship team, right? When, when
1: I started, actually the elders retreat was right after I started, or no, it was right before I started. And we were talking about like the online experience and everything like that. And one of the questions they asked me was like, why is it important for us to maintain the online presence or like, mm-hmm. why is it important for these upgrades and stuff? And I was like, cause I want people who are at home to experience as much as they can of the in-person service at home. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they want to experience it in person and they will come. Mm-hmm. So that's part of why we have the same in-person experience as we do online. Because you... we used to not. We used to put for example script references used to be a full screen graphics online. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also the same thing that shows up on our projectors in house. So it just it, there's a couple of, of things you... reasons as to why that's the same. Are you looking at
0: separating that out at any point? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh okay. No.
1: Okay. No.
0: because um, as someone who attends the church it's just really distracting. Um <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. Um, I'll go find there. literally a loop of Marilyn Manson's uh, thing. Marilyn but Manson. That is Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, dude. I'm on like four hours of sleep, bro.
0: Okay. Cheer
1: with me a little bit, okay? and I read an article about Marilyn Manson the other day.
0: So, isn't that where he got his name though, Marilyn? Uh, and then
1: um, it wasn't in the Charles article. Manson. It wasn't in the article. What? Where he got his name? Yeah, can we I go th- back to talking about Jesus, please, not the devil. No, hold on, no. Oh, I think that's how
0: Marilyn Manson came up with his stage name was Marilyn Monroe and Charles, and Manson? Charles Manson.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, if you see the way he dressed, it kind of makes sense. Okay, so. one last, one last question. Okay, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Let's do two more questions so we can scrap the last one. That'd be two more questions. Okay.
0: Um, the other thing I was gonna ask you about, and I'm, oh, I just had it, it was on the tip of my tongue, and this is really my unfortunate because. Take my lips. It, it, as those of you listening to this, if you just skip forward ten seconds, on, <laughs> I will have come up with it. Oh goodness! Um, being in,
1: dude, I told, it, like, hit that skip button one more time. Yeah, just you,
0: go just ahead. One more, <laughs> one more time. I'm trying to think of other other things that, um, yeah, large church, small church. Um, do you have any questions for me? <laughs> Shoot. What's for dinner? <laughs> this is so, I've never blanked. I've never I have blanked. that effect on people. I usually, so. Well, um, how would you, um, what role does like, oh, okay. So this is actually a question then. Okay. Okay. Thank great. You, no, this is
1: perfect. That's not what this we've been doing of, this entire no, time, but okay. So
0: one of the things that I had to struggle in and with, oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, this is gonna be a good one. So <laughs> I thought a, I was like all over the place okay. once upon a time I was setting up our our stage, you know for people to stand mm-hmm. and and I would tape out where they're supposed they're, to stand. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, um and uh, Speaking of ex-evangelicals, so I had someone he was one of our one of our uh, Musicians, I'm like hey, we're setting up for our online church um, and you need so you, uh, lighting, all of that. You need to, you know, stand here, and he was like, "But what if the spirit leads, like moves, and I'm just like moving around?" And I'm like, "That's fine. The spirit can move in this taped off area." Yes, and um he it, I ended up leaving the church over it. Um, and so, what is I guess how do you how do you as a media director, as as a creative arts director, your brain is going in so many different directions. Yeah. You're, you know. And you have, you have, you have both where people can stand. And then at the same time, you're also, or maybe it was just me, what they can wear. So, 100%. So, for example, you can't wear. You can't wear white on stage. You can't wear white and red. You cannot wear red. Red, red overblows the. Camera. Yeah.
1: Red does not actually show up on the video color scale. Right. Properly. So red always looks wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you can look at red and be like, oh, that's red. But it always looks weird. It looks right? overblown. Correct. Yeah. So burgundies show up well. Very light pinks show up okay. Yeah. But they, they those react like white. I hate when people wear so, white. I don't hold like on. it. It overexposes it, them. That and, and shadows. Shadows are a pain as well. Especially with lighting. Especially when you use a lot of spot lights like we mm-hmm. do. Um. We have a lot of spots we can do effects with, Mm -hmm. and we can illuminate certain sections, like our baptisms. Like, we have a baptism spot, which is great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to do fill lights with spots, but they can only open up their aperture so much, and it's like, okay, then we're stuck with that now. And then you deal with overexposure here and there. But, yeah, shadows are...
0: So you're telling me that if I were to go up on stage, Andrew, you would have a say in where I stand and what I wear. That seems prohibitive as
1: to what I feel like the Holy Spirit wants out of me. I could have a say in where you stand and what you wear. Um, I have chosen to, as much as those things bother me, ask you nicely to stand somewhere because this is what (laughs) I have designed. And encouraged you not to wear certain (laughs) colors uh, because that is what the Lord would do. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) God told me to tell you. God God told me to tell you that white is gaudy and it's (laughs) after Labor Day. Stop it. Um, No, I. If I could give someone a guideline of like this is what you do on stage, I would, but. Can you? the, the, The word's gonna get shared one way or another. Like. Yeah. Uh, On some of our worst services, we have the best altar ministry calls. Mm -hmm. It just – the Lord's going to work when you try to put too much work into it, which is a fact, because he's going to humble you really quickly. Right. The weeks that we have the worst worship rehearsals, the worst (laughs) Sunday morning run-throughs, everything goes wrong on tech, and then we don't have a live stream running – is the one week that we have 45 people come forward for prayer. And then, like, That's 35 like, yeah. people in new member class. I mean, yeah. you get humbled and you're like, it literally does not matter why you want to do all these things. Because mm-hmm. he is going to make something happen, but through you. Mm-hmm. So, be, like, be excellent with your work, but be excellent for him.
0: It's, it's the idea of... Um, the loaves and fish where, okay, God, I'm going to give you my best. Yes. Everything I have and he's going to do the rest. Absolutely. One last question. Um, is no, okay. Sorry. One last story (laughs) and then one last question. So we had a, the reason I bring up what people wear is we had a, um, fella on our worship team who would wear, um, skinny jeans, but they would be khaki skinny jeans
1: I might see where this is going.
0: So, that's where that's where I would d- <laughs> like it I feel like some people this is where okay, this is going to sound bad coming from a former like media director. Mm-hmm. I there is <sighs> mutual submission <laughs> where where the pastor, the pastor has hired you, mm-hmm. the the elders have hired you to do a job. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do it to the best of what you know and what God has gifted you in. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's where you go back to the discussion of like what someone wears and where they stand. Yeah. But then it's it's like, well... Like, what if the spirit starts moving and I start moving over here, you know? Right. Or do I have to sing into the mic? Or <laughs> or can I sing from and over there? And then I want to wear my skinny khaki jeans and um, my crop top as a guy. Um... So at what point point? like this is a serious question though mm-hmm. at what point in and you know I think a lot of people this is maybe a conversation just for me and you and everyone else is like I don't even think about Any of this when <laughs> yeah, I go to Yeah, probably.
1: But you're like, like I just hit a button <laughs> That's all I do.
0: No, but it's like things that you and I Being you're you're looking at the big picture going.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay
0: No ever again <laughs> Okay mm-hmm. um, How do you how do you lead someone? How do you lead someone and basically, you know, by lead, I mean, like, you. there are team times where you have to tell someone yeah. what to do, but also be led by the spirit. And I guess what, how do you play that balance out?
1: I think it's situational. Okay. Um, You know, when, from my experience and like when I have, you know, not, fought the spirit, obviously you don't want to fight the spirit, you'll lose mm-hmm. every, every time, has always been in service, mm-hmm. when you can't do anything about it, typically you can't do anything about it, which is a good thing. He's like, I know you're not gonna be able to do anything about this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move now, you're gonna sit there, and be humbled, and the glory's gonna go to me, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay, that's, what's that's what it's great. supposed to, right? Yeah, but prior to service, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of flexibility there, um, cause in my opinion, like if your mama wouldn't want to see that, there's probably something <laughs> wrong. You know, like if I walk in and, and like if one of our worship team members one day showed up like that, I'd be like, mm, well, "Where's the where's Scott? Yeah, <laughs> when, oh, we got some problems going on." <laughs> so
0: well, it's the idea like just recognizing, hey, wearing khakis, tan, flesh-colored things don't show up well when you white. On blatantly speaking of which, okay, story. <laughs> speaking... so that's not a great segue, either, I, but... it's not gonna be a great story either. Okay, <laughs> so we had we were doing a missions conference and we had our um we had our Jamaican uh missionaries from Jamaica come mm-hmm. in and um who are not white <clears throat> and so say. <laughs> right and so we you know we have our lighting set and it's four stage sure and so he would walk out out of the light and out of like any like even down the stairs, he would completely disappear. But anything I know exactly what you're talking about yeah, yet. anything that had any hint oh of lighter gosh. color would still be and it's like <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> where is he at? And so but it's like right, like thinking of different yeah skin tones and how they pop on camera, how they show up, how they don't show up. That's the thing
1: is I'm <laughs> concerned I'm concerned about so much on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And like throughout the week <laughs> that it can be literally one thing that just makes me go, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tapping. I am I'm done. Tappen. Someone <laughs> else take control. Yep. I'm done. What, oh, Jesus, you already have control? Okay, well. Okay. Bombs away! You know? like. Right. Okay. Anyway.
0: One last question. Finally.
1: This is your ninth one last question. <laughs> no, but this is the question I've been
0: wanting to ask. So okay. It's the real last one. Why live
1: stream mm-hmm. as opposed to recorded and produced? Oops. Uh, because live stream provides a level of authenticity that recorded and produced doesn't because when you are in a live stream you have people actually speaking to like to like to the congregation and this is just my personal opinion this is mm-hmm. why I like it but you have the pastor actually speaking to you know congregation it's one thing during covid uh, like the start of it uh mm-hmm. when you had to do a pre-produced service and like then schedule it to publish because you know, no one really, no one was attending church. So, right. So you could live, you could technically live stream that and just, you know, have your staff in the congregation mm-hmm. or whatnot. But it's, I think it's just a level of authenticity and it's uh, the heart behind everyone wanting to be in community together at the same time. Um, instead of let's put this out and we'll just, they can watch it whenever they want. And we're just going to huh. go to sleep the rest of the day, you know, Okay. hard thing again. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. You have another last question, don't you? No, I
0: don't I don't I'm gonna walk out of here
1: and you'll be like we have one one, one, one more question. We gotta restart the podcast. Start
0: it over. I no, it's it's interesting, like I agree I agree with like the majority of what you said. I it's interesting because it's like I think maybe where I disagree with you Literally is only preference. Like there's yeah. there's things where I'm just like,
1: oh my goodness, I don't even. Right. I don't even, which, I is gonna differ, which is going to differ. going to differ with everyone. <laughs> right. You know. Right. So I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to walk into another room without something that's bothering your personal preference. Oh yeah. That's just who we are as human beings. What's funny is okay, so I'm like,
0: it like today, like Nate still today. Yeah. If I could be in a room with like 12 other people, like honestly, like our real life groups, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. That's, that's my church. No,
1: like, I want you to leave this room right now so I can nap.
0: <laughs> no, but here's the deal. Yeah. No, here's the deal. Like, that's my, that's, I love that. Yeah.
1: Yet, whenever I go to a new church,
0: I'm always like, all right, what kind of signage do they have to the bathrooms? Oh, they don't have signs to the bathrooms. Okay, great. So nobody so knows to how to go. So I someone? To... Yeah, so I have to ask someone or, or, oh, oh, wow. Oh, so they chose that color for that slide. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. so they chose Helvetica or... <laughs> and yeah. not Futura He's, we know what they're like. He's <laughs> no, referring
0: to fonts because I think people know what Helvetica is. You'd be surprised. Um, if they don't. Wrong. So my one of my one of the pastors that I worked with uh, swore upon Comic Sans. No, I was hoping you would not say that. And papyrus. No, no. Here's the deal. Andrew. No, you're not a Christian if you uh... don't use papyrus.
1: <laughs> that is the biblical font. So, I had, I had a professor <laughs> who, if we wrote our scripts in Comic Sans, he would fail, fail our project. Well, yeah, because it's. So, so for our final project, everyone, okay, so Courier New, uh, 14 point is the mm-hmm. official script writing, excuse me, 12. 14. 14 point is the official screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck. Well, it's... Courier, excuse me, not Courier New. Because yep. it's the same thing that typewriters type in. Right, and it's, it's – what that creates is a page is about a minute of video. A minute of screen time. Exactly. So you know uh, how many – Especially with layout. With layout, yep. basically. So if you have 120 pages of script, you have a two-hour film. Yep. Anyway, so we, we were supposed to write feature films for our final project, and everyone printed out two copies, and we turned in – everyone turned in theirs with Comic Sans, and then after he failed us all, we turned in our actual <laughs> projects. That's right. All in correct format. It was the greatest thing. Because you just saw him be like, he came in class he was like, I don't like any of you. You're not going to graduate. And we were just know. like, yeah, we were just kidding. Love you. Okay, hey, bye.
0: Was there the one nerd, though, who's like, I did it correctly the first time?
1: Yes. Always, dude. Always. And then there's the one who's like, entire... it was their idea. I had nothing to do with yeah. it. Then why'd you turn it in? Because it was funny.
0: Yeah. Cause I still agreed
1: with it. I still (laughs) agreed with the decision, and just wish I thought of it first. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness, dude! Thanks for talking. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on. I love
0: talking with another media guy. I
1: know. Sharing the stories is. There's so many more stories. (laughs) So
0: many. So many stories. Here's the other thing: is there's so much blackmail as the media director that you have access to. (laughs) Like, it's fantastic. I love it.
1: I have so much blackmail. It's not even funny thanks for coming on that yeah, probably should not sure. have been the last thing I said <laughs> thanks for having me on you're welcome and that will be the last thing you say <laughs> <Nope. laughs> alright goodbye